I think we all think the bag was a nice idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But not pointing the fingers, they could have been done better. So how about no bags this time, but next time we do the bags right, and then we go full regalia. He does in. I'm in a good mood podcast tonight, boys. I'm the fucking host. Shut up, bitch. He shoved his head in her <laughs> breast, in her chest. It was just doing this for like 30 seconds. I thought she was gonna drown. Goddamn heated agreement is a motherfucker. Alright, I guess we'll get this thing started then. Alright guys, how's it going? It's your boy James. Uh, joined by my friends Big Al. Tanner and Jake, and also joining us, mem another member of the podcast, Flounder. And wow. we're, today we're going to be talking about some movie topics and get their expert analysis on them and opinions. So um, I guess we'll start if any of y'all want to plug your social media, Twitter, or anything before we get started. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, James-17. Uh, Flounder, what's yours? underscore Flounder, baby. Dash underscore Flounder. Yes, sir. All right. Big Al, what about you? You got a Twitter? I boycott all social media. Uh, that's probably best. You probably have some old tweets you have to go delete or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damage I was about control. To say, don't at me. <laughs> all right. So we're going to go ahead and get into our first topic. Um, get y'all's input on the best Tarantino film. Uh, why don't we start with uh, the man who looks like Quentin Tarantino? Tanner, what you got? Oh, boy. So, as far as... I don't think that's a, a compliment. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> right? know, but he kind of does, though. If <laughs> I mean, I'm white. That's about it. But, um... Hey, y'all got the same as, nose. Kind of. Yeah. But anyway, as far as the... My favorite, at least, uh, would be Kill Bill Volume 1. I think that, uh... It's, it has its dark moments, of course, but I don't think that it's as dark as say, you know, Pulp Fiction lovers and, you know, other ones that just really get under your skin. So it, it's my favorite movie of Tarantino's for sure. Has, has some dark moments. There's like a whole scene where like the whole room is filled with a, a pool of blood. That feels like <laughs> yeah, but that's more like than over one the dark top. moment. <laughs> that's over the top though. Like he does it to the point where it's almost comical, which is really cool. Dude, I would love Kill Bill Volume 1 more if they didn't have the weird animated scene in that movie. <laughs> like the what, Oshi Ren's background? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I need to go back and rewatch. Uh, well, I did they make three or was it just two? Because I've only seen the first two. Okay, yeah, cool, 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 cool. That's what I thought. Um, yeah, I need to go back and rewatch them. It's been a couple of years now. The scene where they're at the dojo or the restaurant with all the, the men, dude, that is so sick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is cool. A lot of people die in that movie. Like, it's super iconic, too, to think of the, like, um, I can't think of, like, what the song is called, but it's, like, the band's playing that song, and they're walking in slow motion. Oh, yeah. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. yeah. So many yeah. movies have, like, copied that kind of, like, Oh, yeah. Almost, like, shot for shot in a lot of instances, too. Yeah, and I would also say that my runner-up that I had, just in case you know somebody took it or uh, had different opinions, uh, Django Unchained is probably number two. Dude, yeah, Django that's my Chains number two my, also. 
one of my favorite movies in high school. Actually, yeah, fun fact, I think when I got into college, it, Alan made me watch. I'd never seen a Quentin Tarantino movie before. And do you remember that, Alan? You were like, Dig Al. Dig Al. Because <laughs> <laughs> one, they'll never <laughs> your real name's Alan from Big Al. It's never, never going to happen. <laughs> But anyway, I remember he was like, dude, you have to watch. Uh, I think the first one we watched was Inglorious Bastards. You're like, dude, you have to watch it. So I, I swear, in like one weekend, we watched Inglorious, we watched Django, and we watched Turbo Volume 1. And like, I'd never seen any of them before, and it was crazy. Oh. But Django, yeah, Django was like. I, I love it. Jamie. I love Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is my dude, so Django Great and Jamie. No, I mean. Quentin Tarantino made Christoph Waltz into an iconic actor. I mean, back-to-back movies, just great performances. That's true. Yeah, I heard a thing one time, too. Maybe y'all correct me if I heard this wrong, but, like, I I feel like I've seen an interview with Quentin Tarantino that was, like, he wasn't going to make the movie if he couldn't find the guy to play whatever Christoph Waltz's character was. And then, like, once he talked to Christoph Waltz and he could speak, like, French and German and, like, English, whatever. He was like, "Oh shoot, we have the guy. Like, we can make the movie now." Yeah. Are you talking about Inglorious Bastards? Yeah. Sorry, Inglorious. Yeah. No, I, I've I've heard that as well, um, especially because like there were a lot of obstacles that he had to get. I don't even know if it was like actual like studio things or whatever, but like you know, it, originally it was supposed to be Once Upon a Time in Nazi Germany, and then you know I know it went through at least one or two title changes and then you know obviously could not find the guy that was supposed to play um who was is it colonel hans landa that he plays in inglorious bastards yes anyways we can talk about that more later but yeah so like i, I know that like if he couldn't find him that i heard that as well that that they just weren't gonna make it i feel crazy, like, like i feel like he could have played candy as well in Django. like he could have been cast as him oh for sure no nah, but he was so good as as his character in Django. He would have been a random candy because I don't know if he really could have played a uh, plantation owner as well yeah, as... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I've never heard him use that, that accent before. I know he's got a lot. I just don't know. You know what I mean? Because he'd be really good. He'd be hilarious for sure. Like, the humor you could have played off of him would have been great, but I, DiCaprio just kills that, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then he and then DiCaprio won an Oscar for it. And, nope. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Big Al, what's your opinion on DiCaprio winning an Oscar for The Revenant? It's probably the same as mine. I was not appalled by it. I mean... Oh, really? I thought you were the one that said that movie sucked. No, that movie's awesome. Oh, yeah, that movie's great. It's just not his... Jake, not his is Oscar that a, Jake, is that a Sam Mendes movie? Uh, The Revenant? Yeah. No, it's Ignaru. Uh... Oh, that's right, that's right. But no, the scene where it's like one camera shot for like a two minute fight battle scene. I mean, that was cool. I mean, if you don't, if you don't like a slow movie, are we like 12 years old? Do we just have to have a shoot them up for four, an hour and a half? Like, do you not, do you not appreciate a full circle plot? I don't understand people that hated the Revenant. Yeah. It I never watched it. So I don't know. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a, you got to carve out some time, but it's a good movie, man very so well done like the, the production he sleeps, i don't know if it's even acting anymore if you sleep in a real dead horse carcass i mean give him the oscar <laughs> yeah that, that that's literally what it was at that point that's why i also wasn't like super mad i was just like 
you know, this obviously isn't the one that he deserved it before, but if you don't give it to him now, like what, like what does he need to do at this point? You know, I was just sick of the Oscar list means. Yeah. But they were funny. They were so funny. All right. Uh, it's funny, though, that you bring that up, though, about the, like, Sam Mendes thing, though, because I feel like before 1917, that was, like, I can't think of his first name, but it's Ignaru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. like, his thing was, like, the one-shot movie, because I think that's how Birdman was, too. I, I never saw either of them, but that was, like, the big thing. It was, like, oh, Birdman's, like, five long shots, and Revenant is, like, I can't remember how many, but it was a really low number. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. Birdman was fantastic. I, that's another one I need to rewatch. That was Michael Keaton, right? Or am I thinking of a different one? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Birdman yeah, was great. Fantastic. Dude, and Revenant, you haven't seen Revenant? It has your boy Tom Hardy as Dude, well. Like both of those movies. I feel like, I've, I've, like people have told me to watch both of those movies before, and I just like, I don't know. I never get around to the it. The end scene? You're, oh. You, you killed my son. Your it's son's a wild, pussy. Dude. <laughs> dude, he is so good in that that whole fucking movie, though. Yeah, it's it's great. All right, Big Al, what's your favorite Tarantino movie? All right, um, I'm gonna do an honorable mention, second place, and I didn't put it first just because everyone in their and their significant other loves it, and that's Pulp Fiction. I mean, you gotta give credit where credit's due. It's a a quotable. 90s era movie um the only movie i really like john travolta in honestly he was very good in it uh english motherfucker do you speak it i mean you say that on the daily basis I, at least i do and i mean <laughs> pulp fiction is just awesome but and then, and then you got the meme of him like in the street like where the fuck yeah, yeah. what what do they speak english on what I mean, yeah, it's just it's just great. Um. <laughs> is Pulp Fiction also okay? Is the quote like um, I I know like other movies copy it, but like the who who what are you and F and Owl? Yeah, is that Pulp Fiction too, or am I thinking of a different movie? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it is, anyways. Yeah, I feel like that's a Pulp Fiction quote that like other movies have also like ripped yeah. off of as like a cool thing. Yeah. I can see why people don't like it as much i mean it does go it pushes the envelope um uh what's his name pushes bald guy. what's the bald guy uh black dude or oh. bruce willis <laughs> bruce willis yeah yeah bruce willis's girlfriend is beyond obnoxious and terrible oh. in that movie dude, she's <laughs> the worst um yeah i mean for the 90s though yeah it definitely tore the envelope open and <laughs> saturated it all right but my favorite and this has come as a shock if you haven't seen it once upon a time in hollywood i don't know if it's because the newness of it don't get me wrong i love That's world right. war ii it is it probably is but i'm still caught up on like love stories to hollywood i've never been to la for some reason i have an infatuation with la man um it's cool but it ain't that cool <laughs> Tinseltown, the Walk of Fame, all the studios. I don't know. And then I love Brad Pitt. I love Leo. I love Margot Robbie. My girl from Leftovers is even on there. I mean, it's a great cast. The story kind of just goes nowhere, but right now it's it's my fave. And I'm very I'm very guilty of having recent bias, but 
I love it. Well, and that's how I was gonna that's how I was gonna ask too of like like the reason you like it is because it is like a love letter to Hollywood, right? Yeah. And not I mean, necessarily it, like the plot and, and like the depth of characters as much as other movies. Yeah, yeah exactly. Have you yeah. seen it, Jake? I haven't yeah, I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't like La La Land, then you probably won't like it because it's very oh, L.A. Well, and I was going to say, like, one of the things of, um, you know, I mean, I, I know uh, a couple of you don't know this, but, like, my dad is not, like, a huge movie guy, and we basically, like, brainwashed him all my time through high school and college of, like, dragging him to movies. So he actually, like, likes some of them now. And when we left uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, me and him were both kind of, like, we, we liked it, but just the fact that, like, without giving anything away, the ending wasn't, like, an original idea that he hadn't done before, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, he had kind of already done that trick. Yeah. But, but I'm, not, I'm not, I mean, I really like the movie. I'm just saying that, like, you know, that was one of the reasons why it wouldn't make the top of my list ever is because it's, like, like you said, super great cast. Yeah. Yeah. I, I respect that. I mean, if you like Hollywood stuff, there were like references that um, I didn't even get. And I was like reading online like days later and was like, holy crap. I didn't even like realize. Like, yeah, the whole, like, like the, Natalie the, Wood reference and stuff. And like the real director of Rosemary's Baby. What's his name? Uh, God dang it. You mean like her husband? Yeah, her husband. Uh, yeah. Uh, Something he's like Polish or something. Yeah, he's Polish. He did the pianist too. Roman Coppola. No, Roman yeah, yeah, Polanski. Yeah. Polanski. Yeah, Polanski. Is he the one that can't come back to the country? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Oh man. That's a whole another podcast topic if y'all ever wanted to dive into that shit. Yeah, I don't know yeah, like, had... most of the story. I just know it's like super shady and creepy. Well he had someone he had someone accept his Oscar because he was not allowed to go. Yeah, I mean, he'd be arrested as soon as he comes to the U.S. I, yeah, like this, I don't know, like, the, uh, like, all through the weeds and everything, but I know, like, the broad view, and it is terrifying. I guess, yeah. He survived the Holocaust. Let him do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, Jake. All right, what's, big what's, Jake. What you got? All right, uh, my top pick was... Uh, um, I actually, I had it down pretty far. I didn't realize we were only doing the top one. But my top pick is Reservoir Dogs, hands down. Uh, my favorite of, like, I love heist stuff. And, like, it's so cool just, like, seeing a story in the aftermath phase, you know? It's basically yeah. like, oh, yeah, all the, like, action that you – is so cool in, like, action movies. It's like, we're going to skip all of that and, like, get to, like, the after story. I'm fucking dying! Dying, <laughs> Larry! Dude, ton of fake blood. I mean – so you got me so hyped up on that movie i was so hyped to show james and after he watched it he was like that movie sucked oh my god <laughs> yeah i'm gonna talk about that movie later oh man now that's in my overrated movie list is that <laughs> for what okay for a couple of reasons for a couple of reasons first off the ending is just awful the ending is is dumb somebody gets one of the guys gets shot and nobody shot him no, there's even shit online of them talking about it. Nobody shot the dude. He just died. That's just one of the 12 or one of the 10. Yeah, man. One, one of the of 10 the, things wrong with it? The, the mythos of the movie. The myth of the movie. We just, a guy just died by a gunshot wound that didn't come from a gun. It's called 
divine yeah. intervention. Yeah, man. Like those holes were already behind Jules. How did JFK die? The curving bullet. That's how he died. No, he was shot in the head. That's how he Dude, died. Those, in Pulp Fiction, man, they already had the holes behind Jules and what's his name in the fucking apartment before they were even shot at. So divine intervention, man. Clayton's also the kind of guy that doesn't like tipping. So, of course, he wouldn't like that movie. You don't like tipping? You don't like tipping? Because of that beginning fucking <laughs> that whole sequence, dude. That sequence I've heard is what made Kevin Smith want to be a director. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Steve Buscemi. Oh. I don't tip. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I just give the tip. But do <laughs> all right i drank too much beer already so i need to go urinate real quick so you guys both look like you might want to hit me in the face you do i can tell well why don't you do it why don't you punch me in the face punch me in the fucking face you know what's always good for shoulder pain what if you lick my butthole snap I expected I expected more argument out of Jake on his favorite uh, Tarantino movie was my overrated well, Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, I honestly don't understand that. I mean, like the bullet thing. Yeah, like it's a mess up, right? Whatever. I like. I don't think just like one random thing. No, I just I, I just didn't think the movie was very interesting. Like the story of it. Yeah, you you, did you just not like the like unveiling of like what happened and like who's the rat? No, like I already I knew who the cop like there was not I knew who the who the Fed was, it was obvious and like just the whole storyline just was it didn't didn't interest me after basically I figured out who the Fed was. Okay, yeah, I didn't know. I, I I'll be completely honest. I was caught completely off guard when I first watched the movie because I didn't know anything about it. It was just like Reservoir Dogs by Quentin Tarantino. Like I said, it wasn't even one of the first ones I watched. I'd already seen like a bunch of them with Big Al. And did I introduce um, you to that one too? No, I think I just saw that one on like Netflix or something when oh. it was on there. Remember that one at half price, the fifteenth anniversary? It came in a gasoline can. Dude, yeah. <laughs> but wait, was it DVD or VHS? No, it was DVD. Oh, okay. Because I remember they used to always have a Reservoir Dogs VHS. Like every half price in the books in the world has a Tarantino movie in VHS. It's like a rule, I think. Oh yeah. Uh, at least one but also though too going to reservoir dogs of like tim roth is fantastic in that movie they he, like he's so good dude when he's doing that scene he's like looking in the mirror he's like you're effing cool they don't know nothing like you're cool you're cool and he like puts the ring in the jar i'm just like dude tim roth is man he's the man i, I don't know it was just and Which, like, okay. I, I also didn't like like how the like the way it, i don't mind movies that jump around like in timeline wise i just didn't like the way it did it i don't know something mm -hmm. the way it did it i didn't like yeah and and um well are we um i don't know are we gonna talk about the worst tarantino movie or no yeah you uh, can i only talked about mine because it was in my overrated but yeah so for me i don't know maybe this is unpopular to me like hands down the worst tarantino movie is hateful Eight. yeah i mean i, I just but saying the worst Tarantino movie is better than 90% of regular movies. Yeah, Except that's... Dogs. Okay, that let, me, let me rephrase bad. that, though, of, like, Hateful Eight is the one Tarantino movie I didn't actually like that much. 
like all, all the other ones, like you said, they're great, right? And I enjoy them. It's just a matter of like which one's better. All right, Hateful take Eight that was the one, one scene like, out, and you'd like it, Jake. No, I I don't want to open a can of worms about westerns, but I don't I don't consider that movie a western. I just like don't. It's historical mystery. Yeah, that's the way I got yeah, it. I never really yeah. saw Love it. the jacket, Charlie. It's hard to get something that fits my shoulders. Nice. How'd you know red was my favorite color? You can talk. And I can sing. I said a hit hop. The hippie, the hippie to the hip hip hop. And you don't stop the rock to the bang bang. Boogie set up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie. This is the great. See, I am Jackie Legs. And I'd like to say hello to the black, to the white. Jackie, uh, Mr. Legs, if you could find your way clear to give me back my money. Money? Oh, you mean that money. I said a hit. The hip, the hip, the hip, the hip, hip hop, and you don't stop the rock to the bang, bang, boogie. Say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat. Now what you hear is not a test. I'm rapping to the beat, and me, the groove, yeah. and my friends are gonna try to move your feet. All right, what do y'all think? We all new underrated, overrated movies next. While we're in on it. Yeah, let me sure. get another. Let me get another people real quick. <laughs> all right, well we'll start with someone else then. We'll start with old Tanner over here. Okay, so I wasn't sure exactly what people meant by underrated. Actually, wait, 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 pause. One last thing on Tarantino movies. If y'all haven't watched the videos, go watch them on YouTube. That like every Tarantino movie is connected in the same universe. Oh yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like a pretty cool video, actually. Like the Manzana Rojas and everything. How it's and, like the exact smoke... same brand of tobacco for every. Yeah. Yeah, that's... it's like the red apple cigarettes or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's a pretty fun video to watch just because they have like all these apparently like the guy um, John Travolta in Pulp Fiction, his brother is the guy who cuts the ear off in Reservoir yeah. Dogs because they have the same last name. Yeah. Uh, dude. Anyway, I, I won't keep going on about that, but it's just a fun it's video. A, it's, no, it's a crazy video though. It's cool how it connects all that because like that's something that like you know people always look for Easter eggs, especially people like us. So anybody that might not realize that, go check that shit out because it'll blow your mind. Yeah, it's cool. Sorry, Tanner, I didn't mean to uh, cut you off. I just Oh, that. no, all good, all good. Um, so I wasn't really sure exactly what we put as overrated, so I kind of just went for top box office. Can overrated uh, also be overhyped? Yeah, yeah, anything that people tried to sell you on and you didn't like. Oh, okay. So what I followed kind of was box office, and for sure Avatar is up there in my book. Wait, I saw I saw a review. I was looking at it today, and there was a review for Avatar, and it said Pocahontas in space, and that was the only <laughs> review for the Wait, movie. Wait, did you say Avatar for your overrated? Overrated, yes. Ah, thank God I'm amongst good people. <laughs> That's right, boy. <laughs> I mean, they're they're fucking feeding us so much they built a whole world at disney world now i'm like wait maybe that movie is awesome that's what i was saying like there's like seven sequels now i've heard james cameron talk about this shit it's crazy well the way he's going is gonna take him seven generations to finish them oh so. for sure he's gonna have to he's gonna uh what's the uh, what's the term he's gonna converge his mind with the uh with the ai by that point <laughs> <laughs> he'll have he'll, he'll have achieved transcendence by the time the last avatar comes out yeah. Whenever I heard it was like the highest grossing movie, I thought it had to be a joke. I was like, that's a good movie, but it's not that good. This is a joke. There's no way this is real. 
Well, the whole thing was that it was the first movie that was supposed to really utilize 3D or some sort of new 3D technology and like mocap and shit like that. So I get why there was so much hype behind it. I never, I never saw it in theaters. So like, I didn't get the experience of, you know, the 3D and everything to, to kind of influence, you know, my opinion of it. So I didn't really enjoy it that much once I finally saw it. And uh, I would say that the one that I saw at least just doing a quick breeze look on uh you know just popular movies and i just saw hey that that doesn't you know that wasn't even in my top 250 that i've seen ever uh et i know it's a cult classic but i cannot like i could not get into it i really couldn't i've tried watching it twice now and i just i couldn't even finish it the second time well how old were you when you tried to watch it though so the first time i watched it i was eight years old and then uh, I watched, watched it, it like, I don't, I don't count it there, right? So I watched it again in college. No, and that's where I was like, no, no, yeah, I we watched like it, it either time. Me and you watched it. You showed it to me. And yeah. I was like, what is this? Yeah, no, that's what I said. I was like, let's watch this. I haven't seen it in a long time. And you were like, okay. And we sat and watched it. And we were like, why did anybody <laughs> ever like this movie? Two like, words, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, that's exactly. basically what it is. I mean, you also have to take into fact the era it was made, like, yeah, that, that was, I mean that's a what an eighties movie. Yeah, it was eighty six. Yeah, was I mean, it really? Damn. It's, I thought it was at least the like early nineties, like ninety or ninety one. That's crazy. I didn't know it was eighty six. That's that's wild. Yeah, that was my overrated cult class. I, I get why somebody that hadn't seen it and watched it as an adult wouldn't like the movie, but I I thought I figured that a kid that watched it for the first time would have liked it, but. Oh, yeah, as a kid, I, I think I enjoyed it up until the very end and, like, they were taking him away and then I didn't like that. But, you know, because it gets all creepy with, like, the people in the hazmat suits and shit and I didn't enjoy that. But then I think I tried to watch it when I was, like, 15 or something. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> Turn that shit off immediately. What, you got any more? I mean, the only other ones I put were basically blockbusters. This is very controversial, but I don't think that uh, Endgame hit the mark that a 22-movie buildup uh was to anticipate and uh i think that infinity war was way better i think part one was much more likable than endgame and and, uh, infinity war was the far superior movie in every single way yeah and 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 then i think i think endgame was just trying to give everybody the ending they wanted yeah and it tried to you know tried too hard to be a feel-good movie that it wasn't really a movie you know they were trying to wrap things up and well, when they yeah. killed him in like the first thirty minutes. I was like, "Is this a dream or what's going on here?" Yeah. Well, it's the, that's the crazy. That's kind of the shitty part about it is that it makes sense the way that they did it, and I agree that Infinity War is like a better movie. Except, I mean, and this is just the fan servicey part of me saying this. It's like the that end battle with you know, <laughs> Cap, and it when everybody shows up. Like, I mean, come on, man. That was just, I think that that was better than Thor showing up in Infinity War, which also, you know, fucking awesome. But it, I don't know. It, it was, I kind of agree with you that it didn't really hit the mark, but it was, they just had so many stories to wrap up that it was like, how can you do this justice? And it's like, we kind of got to cut a few corners if we really want this to, you know, hit the mark. And yeah, I think it worked out. Well, my biggest complaint to it is uh, mostly that, they turn a very complex villain into basically, I'm just going to kill everyone. And then in tr- pretending that he's, you know, 
stepping up to the plate and going to be taking all these people out. He doesn't kill a single person in Endgame, which yeah. is, you know, that's the whole point of Thanos was to be this insane threat. And they just, they whoop his ass and dust him in a 30 minute battle. Yeah, exactly. So I just felt like it kind of missed the mark. And yeah, I know it was mostly fan service just to wrap it all up, but they, Captain America should have died oh, to yeah. Thanos. That that should have happened. And it but wasn't part of his agenda was just to eliminate his fifty percent and then go live in Kumbaya land. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that I think what he means that he couldn't have like, put up a fight in in Endgame too. It, it was just kind of like he had this whole like all of Infinity War. They were like. I'm just doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. And then in Endgame, it was like, nah, screw it. I'm going to kill everybody. Like, all that stuff I talked about for two hours in that movie, screw all that. Let's kill everyone. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I, I agree a little bit with Tanner on that. Like, Thanos was pretty weak sauce in the second one. Well, it's just like you make arguably the most complex villain in the MCU. You, you know, you have him competing with the Loki as a likable character. But also, like, you know, he's conflicted, of course. And then it goes straight from that to, nope, nope, screw that. I'm going to just terminate everything and start over. Well, that wasn't your purpose. And so I felt like they just really changed his character to a point that it wasn't even a likable character anymore. Which maybe was the reason. So, you know, when they did kill him off, it wasn't, like, as big of an upset, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Hey. Thanos was just the previous encounter with coronavirus. Just thinning out the population. That's all it was. Oh. They just copied Steppenwolf from Justice League. <laughs> That's right. You God. Tell them, That's dude. a whole other podcast. I don't know. DC on it, I don't want it. Steppenwolf, they didn't give like any kind of real background Wait. with Steppenwolf. Oh, sorry. They didn't have 22 movies to give him a backstory. Wait, because yeah. nobody wants to watch 22 movies of that crap. Wait till 2021 and Zack Snyder's going to mop the floor yeah. with you. And your Zack opinion. Snyder, mop it. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> I mean, are they going to make Batman vs. Superman an actual good movie now or what? It was a great right. movie. Next. You haven't seen the ultimate cut, and I have it. Next person go. Yeah, Next person go. I'm tired of this. <laughs> I can't listen to this anymore. All right, I'll go. And I have 12 underrated movies and eight overrated movies <laughs> we don't need all those <laughs> all right so i'll pick five oh, of each. wait oh i thought we were just doing overrated yeah, yeah just, oh, do your overrated just do your one. overrated because oh, okay. i have a few underrated and not all of them okay okay well one of them one of them can be or two of them or three of them can be just summarized in a in a sentence and we'll all go oh yeah and then move on all right the first one well the first one is avatar so duh the second one is I forced Jake and my boy Tan to watch this in college because it was hot on Netflix. And I said, oh, it won Best Picture in the 70s. It's going to be good. And it was awful. And that is Missing The Graduate. Work. The Graduate. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, never mind. I, I thought I was going to guess you was right, but The Graduate. Well, yeah, you, you're totally right, dude. I was, I was pretty let down when we all watched The Graduate. I, mean, I actually want to put an argument to that because I think uh, it at least holds its own with, I guess, kind of like you can argue with E.T. It was kind of this 
first of its kind. And oh, for sure. what I thought was so unique, the, the movie, I agree, not a great movie, but to have a movie that was so much drama and a buildup with, uh, you know, the ending where they just run away. But then when you see their faces at the end of the story and you, they understand what do we do now? They never show that in those rom-coms, right? It always just ends with them both happy. <laughs> but when it showed in the graduate that they were like, whoa, we might've messed this up. And that I think just had a little bit of a, a style to it that I really could appreciate. At least it kind of ended with a, you know, this is stupid. Okay. okay. But agree. other than that, I do agree. It was kind of a letdown for being best picture. I think the whole the whole plot. I mean, that is that plot doesn't even make your local newspaper nowadays. So I don't, I don't know. All right, next, Fifty Shades of Grey. How does it make that much money? Are the women of this have you, country? Have you seen it, or are you just like saying that? Oh, I have a girlfriend, and she has forced me to watch it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. And I'm just like, my my beautiful love of my life. <laughs> If you're going to watch this, you might as well be watching xnxx.com or something. I mean, <laughs> come on. All right. I'm not going to that's that's one that's not even worth a controversy. I'm just skipping that. The next one, we can maybe Jacob at least agree because he showed me the light. Cuz as a kid, my dad showed me it as a radar movie you should not be watching this, but I thought it was badass. But then I watched it as an adult with Jake and I said, "This is dumb." Is Scarface Oh, dude, that was – so I didn't have time to look this up. That was one of my two things I was going to say was Scarface. I also have to say about Scarface is I feel like Pacino went full Scarface after his career. Every single yeah. one of his performances was just, how can I act like Scarface? And it kind of ruined him as an actor. Anything after Scarface is just tough to watch. Exactly. So I, I agree. Scarface kind of was – it was an all right story, I guess. But as far yeah. as like, I felt Let's, like the acting yeah. wasn't perfect and yeah. it just kind of ruined a great actor's potential. I exactly. Like. The, the end scene was perfect. Say hello to my career decline. That's what he said at the end of the movie. I mean, all right, yeah. next, which I absolutely hate. And no one said this on overrated sports movies. I don't understand why they made 12 of them. Is Rocky. Oh, so you're gonna say Air Bud, and I was about to throw hands. I was gonna say, yeah, they did talk about Air Bud. Rocky is the dumbest movie I have ever seen in a shithole city that they made a statue of. That's how shitty it, they have to grasp for something. Is a Sylvester Stallone punching meat? And I'm gonna disagree here. Uh, actually, Rocky is in my top three favorite sports movies. Oh my! God. Um, why? Please tell you, me why. I'm just talking about the first one. I've seen all of the first four, and I've seen a handful of the spinoffs, which were really bad. Um, I did like Creed, but as far as just Rocky one, I thought that it was a great story. And that music, people still play it, and it oh, pumps me up. Like, I mean, the, the score doesn't make great. a movie that great, though. The score is awesome. Oh, whoa! You're the guy that's always bragging about Hans Zimmer in movies. Like, oh, yeah. Do you know why his Hans. name is Hans Zimmer? Because Jesus Christ named him that. <laughs> oh, damn. 
But okay. anyway, I think that Rocky, yes, it's not the greatest movie ever or anything, but I think that it, for one, it can hype me up in watching it. Like it gets you into the movie, especially during the actual boxing. Uh, it kind of has that, uh, as, if anyone's seen Southpaw, That's it's a great not movie. necessarily like. It's not even the same. It, it's you, basically wait, 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 a different wait. story. Do you like Southpaw better than Rocky though? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. I think that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal kills it. That's the one I thing that I can't stand about Rocky. If Stallone wasn't Rocky, I think I'd like the movie 10 times more. I can't, am I the only one that doesn't like Stallone as, a, as an actor? No, young, no, no. He's, young, he's Stallone annoying. Is, young Stallone's awesome, but now with the Expendables and all that, and, and that's just and overkill. I was so hyped for this movie because I love Brad Pitt and I love space travel. But it was a severe letdown. Ad Astra. I went opening night as a child filled with joy. And I was disappointed, to say the least. This guy has daddy issues. He can't get over himself. Even in space, for the good of humanity, he's still thinking of whatever that guy's name is. I forgot. And then at the end, they try to be interstellar, which, by the way, if you say overrated, I will stab you through this screen. One of the most underrated movies of all time. Anyway, Ad Astra, please, somebody agree with me. Say it is not that good. So from what I've heard of the story, I have not seen the movie. But what I heard is it's basically reverse interstellar, and it's not as good. And the CGI so, is not as good. Okay, the music's okay, no. not as good. The acting's not as good. The story's not as good. Yeah. Okay. I, I, okay. You can't just compare it to Interstellar and be like, I agree. Oh yeah, it's overrated. Like that has those are two separate things, right? Of like comparing a movie to Interstellar, which is not fair at all, or comparing a sci-fi movie to Interstellar, and then saying, oh yeah, it's not as good as Interstellar, therefore it's overrated. No, I mean, The Martian's not as good as Interstellar, but I enjoyed that movie. That's what I was going into fair this enough. movie with. Fair enough. I mean, I'm The just... Martian's the Martian is like a top-notch, top-tier movie. That is a it's good. It's good. It's good. I could it's watch good. that movie twenty times. And here's the thing: I liked Ad Astra. Is it as good as Interstellar? Nowhere near as good. All as right. Well, I don't. I don't care because no one's ever going to convince me any movie's better than Interstellar. But why did you like it for real, though? Ad Astra. I mean, I thought it was a pretty cool. Like, I mean, I love sci-fi. You know that. I, I'll watch pretty much any sci-fi movie. I thought the like whole moon scene was fantastic. Oh no, that was cool. That they was are cool. like shooting through space, and it's not this ridiculous like Star Wars laser gun thing. It's literally like a guy shooting a gun in no gravity, and like it breaks the wheel off their moon rover, and they're all floating like in slow motion because that's how the moon. I don't know. I thought it was there's some really cool scenes. That and one you're... scene that we talked about afterwards is so dumb. It like almost makes me mad at the movie. With oh yeah. The, like monkey scene stupid oh yeah um i actually like the whole thing of like though that he was looking for his dad and stuff i thought that was kind of cool i would like to add one to the list maybe this is controversial but the one that i just thought of now that we're talking about space is uh 2001 i think is it has three parts i would say as a movie two of the three are not that great but the middle of the movie, I think, is amazing, and I think it's like still after, overrated. After Hal locks them out, or before that? 
uh, before Hal and then after Hal. Both parts, of, like anything that doesn't involve Hal is not a great movie. If he would have made Hal a short movie, we'd still be talking about how perfect it was. But I mean, I watched it. My I was downfall. I watched it after Interstellar, so I just thought it was an outdated Interstellar. But I mean, it was made in the 60s. Stanley Kubrick, they're going to always hype him up. Yeah. But I thought it was good for its time. And, and, like, here's another factor, too, of, like, I'm not trying to defend it because I kind of agree with Tanner a little bit of, like, everybody raves about 2001 Space Odyssey, and then you watch it, and you're like, okay, like, I saw it. But, like, it was also based on a book that I haven't read, so there might be some, you know what I mean? Like, maybe we can blame some of the non-Hal stuff on the book. <laughs> yeah. I just thought the whole beginning after the, the monolith part is kind of cool. It ties in. But the whole part where he's at the space station learning about his mission, and I mean, that just dragged on, and the CGI or whatever they used back then was so terrible. I don't know. It just didn't age well, some of it. But the how parts, like you said, Tanner, are really cool. Dude, fun fact about that. I probably have told some of y'all this, but uh, my dad was telling me he was a kid when it came out, you know. And um, oh, yeah, he, I know he used to go to, like, YMCA in the summers. And they took them to see that movie because, like, all the kids' movies were, like, for some reason not at the right time. And, like, they, since, like, at the beginning, it's a bunch of those, like, apes killing each other. They, like, blacked out the screen so that the kids wouldn't see, like, apes killing each other. And they could just hear it. So he said for, like, the first, like, half hour of the movie, it was an auditorium full of kids. And they were just like, what is going on? Which is probably more traumatic. (laughs) Yeah. But he's just saying, he's like, that's all I remember about that movie. He's like, I don't even remember the rest of it. He's like, I just remember, like, all of us laughing because we were, like, <laughs> listening to apes fight for 30 minutes and couldn't see it. Yeah. But, I anyway, will say the sorry. non-CGI parts of them getting into their space suits and making the walks. I think the, the set pieces are cool when he's walking through the 360 bridge. It's pretty cool. But, yeah, I can agree. It's overrated. All right. Here's my two I'm just messing with kind of. Not really. I love military aircraft. Jake, you know this. Tanner, you know this. I love all military. So I can't hate this movie. But oh my word, did I see this movie 10 times in the first five years of my life. Was Top Gun. Oh my gosh. It's great. I Okay, it's good. But it's not as good as everyone. Is this a 30-year 30 30 sequel just hyping up for 30 years straight? I completely agree. Completely. Nope. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse to to accept so, that you don't like that movie. That is a badass movie. Uh, tying back into Quentin Tarantino, there's a funny video you need to look up online about Quentin Tarantino explaining what Top Gun is about, and it's really just about like gay sex, basically. <laughs> just so you know, it's a hilarious video though. Whoa, it's from it some is. like movie. It's from another movie, and Quentin Tarantino's like acting in the movie but he's like playing himself talking about Top Gun and it's so funny. It's hilarious. It is Tom Cruise. So he might be on something. Yeah. Cause he's like, you can ride my tail anytime. All And then the last one I saw on a list as I was looking for overrated movies today and I put in parentheses, total bullshit. Okay. Well, he must have been a really bad take at the end that said, fuck you. So, Either that or he's just a really good statue. I, 
I guess we'll just go ahead and go with Jake and see what Jake has. <laughs> I kind of want to know what the movie was. <laughs> we'll come back to it whenever he figures out he's frozen. He's probably sitting in his room just talking. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, we can kind of skip me just for the sake of, like, going on to other stuff because that was the one category I didn't really have time to look at, and um, Scarface was, like, one of the ones I wrote down. Okay. Um, Did yeah. you have any others, though? Just Dude, out of curiosity. I have another one, but like I don't want us to argue about it for a long time because it's something I like. I just think people get like too crazy about it. What's Bring that? it. I think like just and like I said, I love these movies, right? I love the entire franchise. Star Wars, man, like you're telling me that the first three Star Wars movies are like in the top twenty five movies of all time. That on IMDb. that is another case of when the, when they came out, you know, like the era they came out in. Like it was, it was okay. a totally I'm just new saying, thing, cult yeah. thing at the time, you know? I mean, come on. Star Trek's been around, too. Like, sci-fi's been yeah, around. Yeah, but Star Trek sucks, so. No, that's part of it, too. I'm a Star Trek fan. But like, I'm just saying, you, you go to I, if you go to IMDb and you, Can you hear like, me? Yeah, yeah we you can hear you for a while. If, if you go to IMDb and you, like, look at the list, or, like, whatever, probably Rotten Tomatoes, too, you, like, go down, and they're, like, ranked next to, like, you know, Schindler's list and stuff. You know what I mean? I just am like, don't get me wrong. I love them. They're great. They're fantastic. I love watching them. They're super fun, super cool, super clever. It's just like uh, greatest movies of all time. And people treat them like they're these kind of like. All right. You got anything else, Jake? Or are you? No, no, no. What are yours? Go, go ahead. Okay. That was, so like we I said, that about, one was even kind of money. We already talked about Reservoir Dogs. And Nightmare on Elm Street. It was good. It's just, it's not like top horror movie of all time that people call it. It's just outdated too. The, the first one that is. I'm only talking yeah. about the first one. But it, it used no, it used no CGI's. I mean, it still looks like it's that's not why. That's not my problem with the movie. I liked the movie. I thought the ending was just dumb. I thought it was agreed. Awful. Agreed. I thought it was, uh, I went and saw it at Alamo Draft House actually this past October. And uh, I thought it was going to like, like the whole movie was moving well, and then you're right. The ending just kind of no. The ending ruins is, it. The ending is a prequel to Inception. It's are they still in the dream? Or are they not? No. the The ending the ending almost seemed like oh shit, we want to make another movie, but we didn't plan for this. That's what it was. Oh, exactly. Change the script to have a second movie. It's a it's a hundred thousand dollar budget movie, and they made forty million dollars off it. Of course, they're trying to make fucking more movies out of it. I'm just saying I thought it's I think it's an overrated movie. Like I said, it's good, it's just not top horror movie of all time. How how but the the lore of Freddy Krueger still is around more than ever, which is part of why it's overrated for me because that that lasted when it's not that great of a movie. Okay, if if the hype around the lore overshadows the actual movie itself, then I agree. That's you what I'm saying. Say, you could say the same about Star Wars. That's what Jake that's just, what said. just said. Yeah, that's what oh. we were just talking about. Oh, yeah, we um, talked about how they're like in the top twenty-five. Oh, I thought he said Star Trek. My bad. No, no, he likes Star Trek. I, I love Star, Star Trek. Trek is crap. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. All right. Well, I need All to right. go. So then, quick. I also have <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yes, agreed. It's good. It's good. It just gets overhyped Ooh. for a movie where not a whole it's lot pretty, happens. Yeah, it's pretty good though. It's. And see, I think it's a uh, good it, movie. I I watched it and enjoyed it, but the way it's like people put it in their like top ten movie of all time, I'm not buying that. 
Yeah, I would say that Ferris Bueller's Day Off is better than Breakfast yes, Club, and they're both Ferris cult classics. I, I agree. I agree. All right, then I also Lucy. Um, I watched this movie mainly because Scarlett Johansson was in it, and Scarlett Johansson's my girl. But that movie sucked. What movie? Lucy. God, I, we both saw that. I remember we went in New Mexico, yeah. and it's uh, bad. It's just not God, a good movie. That was it's tough. great. That movie's no. awesome. No, it sucked. It sucked so bad. How is it overrated? There's literally no one in the history of the earth talks about that movie. No. The fact that it was even clear this is to not, be a movie is most a of the, up. Most of the rest no, of my movies are my overrated. About Ghost in a Shell, not Lucy. Most of the movies are my overrated. They were good movies, but people overhype them. This is a people call it a pretty good movie, and I think it's dog shit. That's it's good. It's good. It's a dog shit movie. Do not tell Big Al's father that. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and go to underrated movies with old Tanner over here. All right. I have a couple on my list and I wasn't sure. Like, I know that this, you know, of course we can argue, but um, some of the ones that I I thought of that I know I like and that I, other people have seen them, I bet, but it they're just not as popular as like the A list, basically. Uh, one of them that I uh, would say is Source Code. I don't know if anyone has seen it, but um, it it definitely has a great touch of science fiction, great acting by Jake Gyllenhaal, and a, a really clever story with a positive ending, which is something that I always like to have. Dude, when that movie came to DVD, I bought it thinking, oh, it's Jake Gyllenhaal in 2013. And I thought it was awesome. And I finally, when Tanner said he saw it, I was like, heck yes, someone is joining this bandwagon. It is awesome. It's great. It's great. I, I have to agree. I, I got it a few years back at Half Price Books because you told me that it was good. And, uh, you know, Jake always tells me about how much Jake Gyllenhaal does a good job in his movies. And so uh, I bought it for, the, I think, three or four bucks. And the ending uh, it was is about so good. Bucks. It has a good twist. Yeah, very yeah, good it's, ending. It's good. The only thing, yeah, I think it's a super cool movie. The only thing is, this is just like a side note, me going on a rant of like, I can't stand Michelle Monaghan or whatever. Oh, come she's, on. She's not that great bad. She's pretty bad. She's like <laughs> decent in that movie though. She, she's like good in source code. Yeah. Just not anything else. Yeah, that was that was one on my list. Uh, the other one, I know all three of us have seen it. I'm not sure if you have, James, but um, uh, Equilibrium. It's a science fiction that's kind of like if The Matrix and The Giver had a baby, and uh, it's I think it's actually a really interesting style of sci-fi. Very low budget, but has good acting and uh i think the story is pretty cool that sounds yeah it's pretty cool that's a good summary to me i can't i don't think i've seen that one tanner okay it's on netflix so watch it you have to like go into it though knowing it's like not it's, a yeah <laughs> like a budget movie right yeah it, i think it was only a couple million budget who's the, and, who's the top billing 
Chris Bale, Bale, and then Sean Bean is also. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, that that was my second one, and then I had a few like smaller ones, but uh, one that I think it's a cult classic. I'm not sure. Uh, I think that just kind of depends on who you talk to, but uh, the Boondock Saints. It's uh, I think that, I think it has a good touch of humor along with. Uh, a pretty solid story and it's it almost has like i think it has a little bit of truth on it i don't know if the whole story is based off of truth but i know that some parts of it were based off of another person's story basically. that's the irish one right yeah 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 that was before uh, uh, that was before daryl was daryl yeah the walking dead so but uh i think it has a, a good touch of humor and also has a pretty pretty interesting story and some funny shit um and i had one yeah my this was the one i had a question mark under because i feel like a lot of people have seen this movie but i think it's fantastic it's still one of the few that it's a scary and kind of dark ending but i'll still watch it is shutter island Okay. oh yeah I, i think that dicaprio kills it on that movie do you want to live as a monster or die a good man? That is awesome. <laughs> so the, the other weekend I went home and my parents were watching it and my mom was on her phone while the movie was playing. I was like, mom, you can't watch this movie on your phone. Dude, no, you, you can't. You won't fucking understand what the hell's going on. You have to actually watch the movie. You can't, It's not one of those movies where you can spend half of it on your phone. It's not going to work. But yeah, that was my list. I also had a smaller budget one that, uh, I'm not sure who's seen it, but uh, it's called Cloverfield. And I think that the only reason I have it on the list is I feel like it was one of the first ones to have the tape tape recording styled movie where it's like a guy holding a camcorder following. And uh, I think it has a pretty cool science fiction touch to it. I would I would not have guessed you would have liked that movie, but it's it's pretty good movie. Yeah, I liked it. I was I was surprised. But uh, that's the end of my list as far as uh, what I think is underrated to most people. I mean, I was kind of uh, walking the tightrope on Shutter Island being underrated because it's Scorsese. But I feel like Goodfellas just trumps everything he's ever made, maybe. Or Taxi Driver. And The Driver. Departed. I mean, yeah. he yeah. Those, those two are always talked about. And then I feel like Shutter Island is kind of thrown under. No, I agree. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, this is, you know, another one. I know we talked about Tarantino earlier, but like that, yeah, Shutter Island is easily one of my more favorite Scorsese. I just get tired of the gangster ones. So it's like Shutter Island's like super refreshing of like plot twisty. Martin Scorsese. It is a remake of a 1940s movie. So it's oh, not really? like, it's not like an original script, but no, it's definitely awesome. Yeah, I didn't even know that. That's cool. But yeah, that's my list. Let's, let's hear what Jake got. Uh, for underrated, so one, one movie I just like, it's one of my favorite movies probably of all time. It'd be in my top 10 favorite list. It, I, I think it would be underrated is The Fall by Tarsem. It's like, he was the guy who made like, he ended up making kind of some not as good movies, but like Immortals and Mirror Mirror are like his later movies. But his earlier movies are like really cool. And so like The Fall was just, it was about like the stuntman in like 1940s Los Angeles who like hurts his back and he has to be in this hospital. So he's telling this little girl with a broken arm, a like made up story so that she'll go get him morphine so he can kill himself. 
and like that's kind of how the story takes place and oh, he's shit. like telling her this fictional story and like the story's always changing but it's like super colorful like if you look at pictures of it anyway it's a really cool movie oh you have that movie don't you yeah dude i have yeah, a movie because, showing me. like one of his things is that like everything just looks bizarre like his like storytelling style or whatever so everything was like really crazy colors and whatever i won't go on but anyway i really love that movie what um, year was it one, made? 2009, maybe? Okay. 2008? I don't know, but it's the guy who, who plays um, the bad guy in Guardians of the Galaxy. In the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, he's Merle? Like all blue. No, yeah, no, no. I know he's like all blue and he's like huge. Yeah, Ronan. Um, anyway, though, like that actor, he's like really, really good. Even though now he gets cast to play like villain roles Merle no not Merle uh, Pat Seongu yeah Merle Seongu oh, oh, oh. <laughs> alright another one I have that I really love this movie and you know maybe it's I think it's underrated just because it's not even one of Guy Ritchie's best movies but Man From Uncle dude I could watch that movie like over and over it's so much fun like the music's good like Army Hammer's cool. Um, what's his name? Superman's cool. Alicia Vikander is awesome. Like it's just a really cool cast um, and a fun movie. I could literally watch it over and over. Yeah, I've been hearing that movie from your mouth for a long time. <laughs> it's good. It's, like it's one of those movies. Like here's the thing. It's one of those movies that you're not gonna like say it's the greatest movie of all time by no means. It's just fun to watch. Like I enjoy watching it. I can agree with that. Yep. Um. Another one, okay, so I just have a question. This is more of a question. Of is, do y'all, would y'all consider Oh Brother, Where Art Thou underrated? It's got a pretty good cult following. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a great movie, but I, I, I think it might get the credit it deserves. Okay. I was just, I was just thinking of it because I was like passing through like movies as I was looking on a list of like movies that I liked that maybe no one else did. And I was just like, oh, uh, that one kind of gets overshadowed by like Big Lebowski and other movies. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I wasn't sure. That's what I was asking. Oh, and then, yeah, last one I have is Charlie Countryman uh, with Shia LaBeouf. I absolutely love Shia LaBeouf, and that movie is just wild. It's pretty cool, though. Is it uh, new? No, nah, it's probably from, like, 2010. Huh. It's like long hair, beard Shia LaBeouf, if that puts it into context. Before ripped Shia LaBeouf and before the Shia Sant started a few years ago. Okay. I haven't seen that one. I haven't either. It's pretty cool, though. It's actually like the coolest part. One of the coolest parts is like, I love Shia LaBeouf, of course, but uh, Mads Mikkelsen's the bad guy. Um, uh, what do you call it? Like the guy from James Bond, Casino Royale. Oh, nice. So yeah, it's cool. He like goes to like Yugoslavia or, or somewhere yeah. over there. It's, I should have put James Bond movies in my overrated list. I'm just going to pretend you didn't say that and we'll move on to someone else. You're the reason you're the reason you're the, there's a reason you're the guest on this one. (laughs) I'm the host, but I had to get guests that actually know what they're talking about. Oh yeah, exactly. All right, Steve Harvey. (laughs) Exactly. What's your underrated then? No, it's, it's big Al's turn. Oh, okay. All right. So you stole shutter Island, which was a good one, Tanner. I like that. Um, I showed Jake this movie. I don't know if I showed you, Tanner. Prisoners. 
Yeah, I've seen Prisoners. Very good. Oh, dude. Is, is that underrated? I no one, all, no all one talks movies. about it. No one talks about it. It was in theaters for know. like two months, and then I never heard from it again. I think if I remember maybe, correctly, maybe I watched that on Netflix. Is that true? Did I see I it on know. Netflix? But I don't hang out with movie-centric people anymore like I used to, so I never hear about it. I'll, I'll give it to you. I really don't know. It may be like Reddit that I see it because everybody worships Denis Villeneuve on Reddit. Oh, I mean, okay. include, including me. Okay. I just think it's an awesome movie about what you're willing to do for your children. And sometimes maybe it's too much. I mean, if he would have just did nothing, he wouldn't be underground. I mean, spoiler alert, but I thought it's a great movie. My dad precursor hates movies that have children dying or abducted. And he loved the movie. So, I mean, it's a great movie. Um, another one, probably started this director and actor's career. I don't know if it's overrated. I know all of y'all have seen it because of me. District 9. I absolutely love that movie. I will watch that eight days of the week. I mean, the end is just so fitting. And it, like, tugs at your heartstrings just enough where you're like, please, Lord, let there be a sequel. But it's been 11 years and there's not been a sequel. So, <laughs> um, Dude, so I don't know if we've talked about this because I, I, it's been a long time since we lived in the dorm but um, he what's his name Neil Neil Blomkart or whatever yeah yeah Blomkamp he was supposed to make a Robocop remake oh, I and I was that. like dude that would be so cool because he yeah. had all, you know those cool like sci-fi guns it and was stuff. called Chappie Jake come on <laughs> well dude no and then like eventually he like basically said he was like nah I'm out I'm not making the Robocop movie so huh. I thought Elysium was good too. That could be underrated as well. Um, all right, another one that gets fallen under the god Christopher Nolan's shoestrings because the Dark Knight is all they talk about and Inception. The Prestige. That movie rocks. Okay, I had that as an idea, but I wasn't sure what level of popularity it is. But yeah, I agree. That's probably my second favorite Nolan film. Oh, so I don't know if I was too young or it just skipped over my head when it was in theaters, but I don't even remember that in theaters. Yo, um, we saw it in theaters though, round two. Oh, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so clever. And it's it's a timepiece that I'm actually interested in. Uh, the casting, I love my boy Christian Bale. I, I kind of love Wolverine, even though he's a douche in that movie. The great Danton is a great letdown. Am I right? And uh, <laughs> yo, David um, Bowie. David Bowie, Rip. Rest in peace. Played as the Nikola Tesla. Oh, it's just great. Christopher Nolan. Mwah. I love you. That movie is awesome. All right, I got one, two, three more. And I'll skip through them fast. Why did it take them so long to count to three? Because I really have five, but I'll skip those two. Okay. <laughs> Don't you know um, how Bohemians count? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Another Scorsese movie that just gets totally swept under because he has thousands of gangster movies and Goodfellas is the only one that gets brought up. Casino. Oh, my gosh. I love that movie. I recently just watched it, and there we go again with the recency bias. Oh, it's so good. It makes you never want to step foot in a casino. 
but that's the beauty of it. By the end, you're like, I want to go to a casino now. Oh, it's before corporate America took over Las Vegas. It's where the mob ran it. Robert De Niro, as much as I think he's typecast in the same movie, he's amazing in this movie. Uh, Joe Pesky, the same kind of... Everyone is typecast in that movie. Yeah, Joe Pesky, the same typecast, but he's still fucking badass. Oh, man. Such a good movie. And you start out... Have you seen it, Jake? Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, dude, like all his gangster movies... Just blur together. <laughs> they, they really do. And so here's the mistake I made, right? It's like for a while, I think it was like Amazon or Netflix had them. Like when I was still in the, the dorm, like after you left, I watched like both of them in like the same week. And then like two weeks later, I was like. Which one was which? <laughs> which one was which? Yeah. And I, mean, Tanner, you know me, you I already that? have this kind of like weird thing with gangster movies where like it has to be really good for me to love it. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Casino. Um, I've seen. I've seen Casino's the one with the pink suit, right? And like the car explosion. With every colored suit ever. Oh, okay. And yeah, at the beginning he blows up. So you're the whole movie, you're just like, man, this guy's going to die in five years. Oh, this guy's going to die in three years. But then the twist is like, oh my gosh. It's good. It's great. Sorry, Tanner, I just ruined it. He doesn't die. But oh, it's good. It's good. Thanks, Alan. Appreciate it. Those Always those kind of movies, Departed, Goodfellas, Casino. My mentality was always like 20% of me wants to be that life. But then, but then you, cause you're like living lavishly and you're making the moolah, but those kind of movies very hit home with me that that kind of life is a short life. So you better enjoy it. There's no longevity in that line of work. So do not be that kind of person, Alan or big Al. Sorry. My alias was just exploited. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was All just right. now like trying to separate them in my head. I think the reason I, now that I'm thinking about it, I like Goodfellas way more is because um, I didn't really like Sharon Stone in Casino. Is that the one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that whole part, I was just like, nah. Goodfellas oh, Goodfellas is, is cream of the crop. If you haven't seen it, please see it. It's awesome. It, it's overrated for a reason. Ra- yeah, Ray Liotta is just so Oh, Ray Liotta. That scene? <laughs> I mean, it's great. All right, next. Jake, I don't know if you watched this with me. My dad showed it to me, so it's not underrated to me, but literally no one else on the face of the earth has seen this movie because people have blackballed my boy Nicolas Cage. Lord Uh-oh. of War, that movie, mwah. Oh, Jake, please agree with me. No, heck no, dude. You made me watch that movie. I did not – I didn't even really like it. Oh, he's, he's a drug smuggler movie before drug smuggler – I mean, not drug – Gun smuggler movie before gun smuggler movies were cool. He walked so war dogs could run. He walked so pain and gain could run. That movie is awesome. Jared Leto, Ethan Hawke, Nicolas Cage, Ukraine, the Cold War, smuggling guns out of Russia, fuck communism. That movie has it all. If you want to hear the downside to it, Nick Cage voiceovers. Come on. Oh, that's the best part. He's he's narrating his own character. He's In so Nicolas smart. Cage's voice. Oh, my. Exactly. This is exactly why it's underrated because the whole world is blackballed Nicolas Cage for Dude, being a look, look, here's, here's the thing. I, I, I like Nicolas Cage whenever he's in something that embraces what he does. I don't think that's it. Exactly. It's off, off, off cast. And he nailed it. And he killed his brother. In that all right, movie. all right. 
Sure, sure. There's a reason people blackballed Brandon Frazier. There's no reason they blackballed Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage, though, so side story to this. Like three weekends ago, I watched this movie called Mandy with Nicolas Cage. Uh-huh. It's like a horror slasher action Mad Max movie. Anyway, it's super wild and it's perfect for Nick Cage because it's literally like the script is like, hmm, what would Nick Cage say whenever he's fighting somebody with a chainsaw? And that's what he says. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like that movie, just get he's, out. Yeah, like he's definitely have, he definitely has like his little like niche. Niche, now. yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, which one do I want to pick? Uh, all right. I'm just going to say this. I don't think it's underrated, but a lot of people haven't seen it. American Psycho. It's an awesome movie. Please see it. If, you, if you're mentally unstable, do not see it. All right. <laughs> Next. Uh, Looper. Yeah. Why does so, no one t- – oh, go Clayton James. No, go ahead. Clayton James oh. what? Looper. Why does no one talk about that movie? That movie's awesome. It's all a loop. It's one big loop. <laughs> First you off, spo- it's cool. spoiler alert. That's the whole point. If its name is Looper, I can't say it's all big one loop. That's like the tagline for the movie. <laughs> big Al is basically Jorphy. Just makes a list of like 10 things. Takes up all the time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Clayton, James, Jake, Tanner. Did y'all not like Looper? It was cool. I, thought I, thought it was, I thought it was all right. That's um, why. That's why I wasn't gonna say anything because I agree. It's we saw it's that one in of the, theaters as a 17-year-old junior in high school, and my mind was blown. I tell you, it was blown. I will say that uh, it helps Ryan Johnson because episode eight uh, was so bad that uh, he's oh, yeah. actually had a few decent movies that I at least have a little bit of respect for him. So I, I agree. It's it's not a bad movie, but I still don't know if I can actually forgive him for episode eight. All right, that's true. All right, last two, real quick. Wait, I don't what? know. It, How did three turn to five turn to eight? I don't know. <laughs> Just because we go on tangents on every one of mine. Um, I don't know if – if uh, who directed Lord of the Rings? Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. I was going to say Percy Jackson. I can guess the next one. All right, what is it? King Kong. Yes! With that Naomi movie. Watts. And Naomi Watts and Adrian Brody and Jack Black. That movie is awesome. That's another movie. Everyone in high school said, I fell asleep in the theaters. Yeah, because you want an hour and a half Kong Skull Island movie. If you can't, if you can't appreciate a full circle plot from getting King Kong long. to bringing King Kong back to New York, to him wreaking havoc, to him dying like the 1931 movie, Oh my gosh, Mwah. Peter Jackson, Mwah. oh yes, retirement, it must be great for you because you're, Mwah. I love it. All right, last one. Clayton, I've showed this to you. Jake, I've showed this to you. Tanner, I've showed this to you. Mwah. Hell or high water. If you're from Texas and you don't like that movie, then you do not deserve to be a Texan. I do like I, Hell or High Water. That's a, that's a really good movie. Slam dunk. Like, that's like actually. Chris Pine and Chris Pine is. Mwah. Oh, yes. That's actually a really great pick, I'll be honest. Yes. Yeah. I, I hadn't seen that until Big Al showed me, and I, I watched it and said, damn, that was a fucking amazing movie. <laughs> On a side note of that, though, um, the same like guy who like wrote and directed that, he made that Outlaw King for Netflix with Chris Pine. Did y'all watch that or not? Oh, 
really? No, I didn't see that. I was just curious. I, I actually thought it was pretty cool too. Um, not as good as Hell or High Water, obviously. But um, Jeff Bridges as an old racist country Texas cop. What can you ask more, Jeff Bridges? Do not retire, Jeff Bridges. You stay being racist white cop in Pib. West Texas. Dude, that was the best part of the movie whenever they made fun of Pib instead of Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like I said, all relate to that. Like I said, if you don't like any of those references in that movie, then you are a Yankee that moved to this great Lone Star State, and you can get the bloop out of here. All right, okay. mic drop. I'm going to piss. Wow. We're going to cut that last minute. Down, no, I right? think we need to clip. Th- I think that need to, needs to be like part of the intro to the episode. <laughs> um, all right, I'll go ahead and get into mine. Um, so I'm going to start with two Ryan Reynolds movies because Ryan Reynolds is badass and way better. Big oh, Al needs to hear this. Way better than that dumb old uh, – what's his name? Don't say it. Say, you're not going to say, say it. Well, I think you're going to say, are you? Way You're gonna be that. on your own. You're gonna be on your own, brother. <laughs> I can't even remember the guy's name because I don't even like does, him that much. Does his name start with Ryan? Yes. You're telling so, me that Ryan Gosling oh. is not as good as Ryan Reynolds? Correct. Ryan Reynolds Ooh. is better than Ryan Gosling. Ooh. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, I need to go leave the chat too. That is hot take or cold take of the century. <laughs> Man, I anyway. I have to say I do like Ryan Reynolds, and I think he has a great place in comedy, and has you know his two style. words. I had, I had to go. I had to go punch a wall after that. Two words: Green Lantern. No, dude. Look, okay. I don't even think you can make that comparison to Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling, dude. They just do two different of stuff, to be honest. First off, Ryan Gosling is. At the corner in um, uh, Remember the Titans. So, I mean, yeah, when he was scrub. seven years old, <laughs> just a scrub. Um, he was still in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, bro. I just don't think he has that many good movies. You Ryan haven't seen Gosling. half of them. Have you seen Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Exactly. I watched, you haven't I watched seen it. Thirty minutes of it and got bored as shit and turned it off. Oh my there you God. go again with this your hour why, and a half. This is why you left up. it with the professionals. This is no, yeah. dude. It, it, I, I, I don't mind slow movies for the most part. That movie I could not get into at all. Well, we're uh, watching it. No, we're not. I haven't seen those, so I didn't know if that was why. Dude, the, the thing though with Ryan Gosling, like first off, we'll just start with acting, right? He, pl- he plays in all sorts of movies, and he's good in all of them. He does sci-fi. He does drama. He does funny movies like Crazy Stupid Love. Oh, that movie's good too. I mean, he's he also has a very punchable face. Maybe I just don't like his face. You just don't like Jared Goff. That's why. I don't, I don't know what to tell he you about that. He does look like Jared Goff. <laughs> look, we connected it to sports. We're good. Ping. <laughs> All right, so anyway, so you said you Ryan Reynolds. but Jake, so have yeah, you yes. seen First Man, Jake? No, I haven't. Was that pretty cool? Oh, that's a good one too. Great. I thought that's so, what you meant with sci-fi, but I guess you meant Blade Runner. We're going to start with two, two Ryan Reynolds movies. Selfless. Which one? Selfless. It's on my Netflix list. Yeah, I, hadn't was... even, I hadn't even heard of it. I saw it on Netflix and watched it. Fucking amazing movie. Is that so the good. surrogate movie? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good it's movie. It's so good. I hadn't even heard yeah. of it. Like No one talked about it ever. 
Yeah, that's what, okay, so that movie I was talking about earlier, The Fall, that's like one of my favorite movies. Selfless is by Tarsem, like the guy who made The Fall. Okay. That's like his, his one of his later movies, I guess. But I always wanted to see it. I never have. Dude, it's uh, so good. You got to watch it. Very good. Dude, I'll, I'll that's have to watch with, it. Uh, that's with that old bald guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know his name, but yes. The guy that plays the voice so on. Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Isn't that the guy that plays the voice on Black Ops Zombies? Hi. Yo, if he does, that's blowing my mind. For sure. How, do you, how would wait, you wait, know wait. this? Ben Kingsley. No. No, it's it's the guy from Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah. And the the old professor from Halloween. Oh. Okay, okay. I do remember that he's the zombie guy now. I forgot about Dude, that. Dude, we need to we need to all play zombies one of these days. <laughs> yeah, we do. Rip. Wait, so is Ben Kingsley the guy from zombies or not? No. No. Oh. Okay. It's uh Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell, yes. Dude. Also <laughs> Ben Kingsley looks like a pirate. Like, legit looks like a pirate. Yeah. yeah like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts also looks like a pirate. Um, anyway, the other <laughs> Ryan Reynolds movie. That was lost on this audience. My bad. Um, Went straight over my head. The, the, the other Ryan Reynolds movie is Six Underground, the Netflix movie they made. Uh, I've yet to see that. It's, you mean um, the knockoff Fast and Furious? It's not. Have you seen it? No, I can't really watch that kind like of movie. Furious, but it is by um, what's his name? The guy that did the um, Michael Bay. What is it, Michael Bay? Yeah. So there's like all kinds oh, of like, par for Clay, par for James's course. No plot, lots of blowing up. Probably some pretty girls in there too. But, but the movie itself is a very good movie. Um, let's see. Oh. So then the only one I wanted to get into when Big Al was here is My Cousin Vinny. I don't know, if, I don't know how many people actually talk about this movie, but seeing how many of my friends I had to show it to, I feel like it's not talked about enough. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Talk about typecast. Joe Pesky is not typecast for that movie, and he kills it. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> That's when he's the lawyer, right? Yeah. yeah. For, for yeah his, that one's good. The basket case take? lawyer. No, so funny that you say that, right? I think literally the last four years at Cloudcroft, um, Tanner's mom has said, well, we have to watch My Cousin Vinny. Like, we have to watch it. I'm like, okay, let's watch it. And then, I don't know, something always happens and we watch something else. Dude, but, I'm yeah, I wanted it, to I'm see gonna it. I'm going to bring it and we're going to watch it. It's so I, swear we've wa- I swear we've talked about it like the last few years um, about watching it. And then we ended up watching Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. What was that, three, a couple years ago? <laughs> Yeah, but that was a, okay. Surprisingly good movie. Yeah, it was. It was pretty good. Bless your beautiful heart. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Um, and then like, I have like two movies that are probably very highly regarded, but I just love the movies. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise and uh, Goodwill. Emily Blunt. Blunt. Yeah. That and Goodwill Hunting are two just movies I could watch on repeat. And I don't care that people. But Goodwill Hunting's on your underrated list, right? I love Goodwill Hunting. I don't know like where people put it in their all-time list, but it's up there for me. I love that movie. And see, to me, I I really like Goodwill Hunting. But if Robin Williams isn't in that movie, it's just an okay movie. I I think he that was his best role to, well, you can't say to date. 
Rip. Well, I mean, you would just say like his best role overall. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's pretty fantastic. I actually was a pretty late to the game on that. I probably watched it like this year, like when quarantine started, and I was blown away. I was just like, I'm already like kind of picky about what movies I like Matt Damon in. And I, dude, I was just blown away. That movie was. Is that still on Netflix? Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know. That's probably so. how I watched it though. I've yet to it see was, it. but sorry. I don't think it is anymore. But I mean, him like first big movie, Ben Affleck. What a movie! Well, and he, like Ben Affleck and uh, what's his name, like co-wrote it or something. Yeah, yeah Matt so, Damon. Yeah, Ben Ben Affleck. That's the only reason basically he got into Hollywood is because he basically wrote the movie and got in it, and that was his break. So, which I will um, I will bring up that like I I love the movie, but. Um, a, like a guy I work with all the time, uh, he laughs because like he he knows people from Boston, and he's like, dude, everybody like I know in Boston would never say the things that a construction worker like Ben Affleck is playing would say. You know what I mean? He says all that nice stuff like, one day I just hope you're not there and that you've left all of us and you've had a better life. He's like, dude, nobody from Boston is a construction worker. Assholes. Yeah, that's what assholes. That's what he was saying. He's like, dude, I, he's like, I can't imagine in a million years a construction worker from Boston saying all that like nice, like uplifting stuff. He's like, no, nah, dude, he just cuss him out because he's his friend, you know? Yeah. But yeah I, I mean, the accents it, were very good in it. Wicked smart. He's wicked smart. My boy's wicked smart. No, I think that as far as uh, if you want to get a true Bostonian feeling of people, you should probably watch The Town. That, underrated as well but that that one is like the embodiment of what i feel like every bostonian is just a bunch of f-bombs and and fucking over your yeah. best friend you yeah I, I never thought about it i guess like they must be from boston right like ben affleck probably that yankee fuck face oh uh, i think he is okay all right sorry anyway. continue 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 games. on your list yes oh that was the last one those were the last on my list Oh, cool. That was my five. I only do five because I don't cheat like Big Al. I'm just very uh, cinematically gifted broadly in my yeah, taste. All your reviews consist of fucking amazing movie. And that was all your reviews. For <laughs> <laughs> every single one. Chef kisses food. Makes me mad. Ladies and gentlemen, you're such a wonderful crowd. We'd like to play a little tune for you. It's one of my personal favorites. And I'd like to dedicate it to a young man who doesn't think he's seen anything good today. Cameron Fry, this one's for you. That's all, folks.